There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow? Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit. That you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now. That no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Patty Diener. And welcome back to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. I am so glad that you are here. And I want to say that I am recording this moving into the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, You're going to be hearing this Tuesday just before Thanksgiving. And, you know, let's just take some time here for a second to reflect on how different this feels in 2021 versus where we came from last year in 2020 and our Thanksgiving holiday in the U.S., Um, you know, even around the globe, uh, there's a lot of folks that celebrate Thanksgiving. And it's it's a relief to know that the restrictions um, have been, you know, not all of them, but most of the restrictions have been lifted. We're all able to celebrate and be with our friends and family now. And be able to spend some time and get that connectivity with our loved ones is so important. And um, I, I want to also acknowledge the fact that there are some some folks that are not able to um, be with their loved ones, maybe they're um, in a different country than where you are currently, and uh, maybe there might still be a few travel restrictions for you. Um, there might also be some loved ones that you have that are in the hospital right now, and um, friends or family that are uh, no, you know, not able to be at home during the holiday because they're ill for one reason or another. So I just want to take a moment and acknowledge that, and I, I, I hear you, I see you, I feel for you and um, sending love out to all of you um, during this this Thanksgiving holiday time. I do hope that you are able to um, to celebrate in some form and to just remember to count our blessings for all of the growth that we have made over this last year. So Thanksgiving, um, you know, this is, I got to tell you, Thanksgiving is usually my favorite holiday. And the last year was kind of scary not being able to be together, um, but you know, this year, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling optimistic and I'm feeling that, that feeling I used to get about Thanksgiving where it's, it's truly a time of, of reflection and gratitude, joy and love. And I absolutely love Christmas. I love the whole season of going from, you know, Halloween all the way into the Christmas holiday. But I think more than anything, it's what I love about the holidays, you know, collectively is that it is such a time of celebration and it is such a time to honor family, to honor friends, to honor what we have accomplished throughout the year. And, you know, things start to slow down. And I think that that for me is the best time is the slowing down and the taking time to spend with your loved ones and taking the time to 
contact your friends and your family. And, you know, maybe if you don't get to, you know, I have some friends that live in the U.S. whose family are in New Zealand. I have friends that are traveling right now um, in Europe and they have loved ones in Australia and they're not able to get there. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of folks that have a little bit of separation going on, but they are still reaching out and having that sense of love and having that sense of being connected through slowing down and, and getting our priorities straight. You know, our priorities can often get so muddled during the year. And I love that, you know, from, from the time that the season of autumn hits us, the change in the air, the smells, the, the colors, the atmosphere, even, you know, when you go into your hometown, whether it's a small town USA to a, if you go into a large city and it, and it's, it's still that the seasons change the way everything feels. And I, I love that when you, you see the colors and smell the smells, you know that something very special is happening around you. For me, I am in the, what I would consider the autumn of my life. And I've never felt more alive. Um, a lot of times people say, well, Patty, what is your favorite season of the year? And I've got to tell you, they're equally um, important to me, the spring and the autumn. Now, of course, we need all the seasons. And I, I love every season that we're in because I don't want to take anything for granted. But, you know, I would have to say that winter is probably one of my least favorites because I don't like to be cold. <laughs> but um, uh, I love spring because it's about rebirth. And everything's fresh and new and there's so much promise in it. But I love autumn because it's like a transition. I love coming from the, the hot summer nights into the cooler temperatures of, of fall, but also the way that fall smells with the, the earth is dampened after long, you know, dry season. You get this dampening of the earth and you... you slowly start witnessing the changing of the colors and the leaves and you get a sense of um, the way that everything has a season. You know, humans, animals, plants, this earth, everything. We all have, there's a season to life. And I love autumn because when the, when the nights start cooling down, the morning air is crisp, the colors in the trees, it just makes you realize that just before something goes dormant or, or, or falls away, that it's got its last kick of color. It's, it's, it's saying to us that, you know, I'm, I'm going to change now and I'm, and I'm going to be in, I'm coming upon the winter of my existence, but not without this last hurrah. With, not without this last blast. And I'm going to go out with glory. And that's how I feel autumn is. There is a poet named Peggy Tony Horton, and she writes, as I drift through the autumn of my life, like a fallen leaf blown about by winds of time, I sometimes ponder my destiny. That really resonates with me, you guys, because as we go into autumn every year. That's when I feel like I reflect the most. And I think that maybe as I get older, I'm reflecting more and more. So 
hanging on till the end, like the leaves on the trees, I think that we find ourselves um, that when we reach the autumn of our lives, we're turning our best, you know, we're, we're finally figuring out who we are in the autumn of our life. And um, it's such a beautiful thing. Oh my goodness. I could go on and on about autumn. It's, it's, it's just such a miraculous time of life and such a miraculous season to, uh, to experience. And I, I feel for those who don't have the seasons, you know, if you live in a place on earth where we don't get all the seasons, where you don't witness the changing of seasons. It's, I think it, it's just so glorious anyway. So moving into Thanksgiving, you guys, um, what are some of your Thanksgiving traditions? What is it that, I mean, you know, the, of course, you know, outside the food, we, we know that there's the tradition of food and culture, but you know, if you have Thanksgiving in different parts of uh, the U S people eat different foods. For example, um, I know that in the South, they have that whole Creole um, you know, influence and the foods that they eat are not necessarily what we eat um, over in the West Coast. Um, I know that when I taught the kids in the library about Thanksgiving and about that first Thanksgiving and the reason why we celebrated it all, um, they were surprised to find that turkey was not one of the main courses, um, even though they did eat turkey, but they ate all types of fowl. Um, turkey being one of them. But, um, you know, we symbolize the turkey as the main dish for Thanksgiving now. But back when they had the very first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims, they had, you know, whatever was easily hunted in the area that they were in, you know, they had venison, they had deer, you know, deer meat. Um, they also had a lot of seafood because they were by the ocean. They had, you know, all types of fish and, and shellfish. Um, it's, it was fascinating, you know, when I, you know, talked to the kids about that, they were like, ew. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why you say ew, that's actually really delicious. But, um, but speaking of other traditions, um, besides the food, like I said, but um, what we used to do in our family, and it's funny, because as time has gone on and on, I've noticed that we've done it less and less. And I would really like to get back to especially now after everything we've been through with COVID. Um, I would like to get back to what we used to do when my kids were little and as they were growing up, we would always sit around the table. And before we ate, we would, um, we would say, each person would say what they were thankful for, for that year. And some of the answers uh, of what they were thankful for, some of the, the things that they came up with were really fascinating. Of course, we were always thankful for each other. But, um, you know, there's... There's so many things to be thankful for, and our health is the number one thing. Having health and love of family, those are always the, the, in the top two. And without those two things, you know, people can feel quite lost. So if you're struggling with your health or if you're feeling lonely this season, um, you know, reach out. There are all kinds of places that you can reach out to get help. There are ways that you can get involved so you don't feel so lonely. Um, find a place that is in your community that is um, maybe serving others that are less fortunate and get involved that way. Or um, maybe see if you could um, volunteer at a church service. Um, if you are not feeling well yourself and you are, um, but you are not contagious in any way, 
you know, you can always ask uh, someone to take you to a church service or go down to a craft fair. And even if all you are able to do is sit and watch the people, find a way to muster up the strength to be involved, to get yourself out of your four walls and to go and see something that is celebratory. But like I said, uh, if, if you are able to, and there are ways that you would like to contribute, uh, look into your, uh, your local chamber of commerce, find out from your uh, local churches, go to local food banks, um, maybe, maybe contact senior services. Um, there's lots of ways that you can reach out and find out how you can contribute if you're feeling like you just want to be involved and you're a little bit lonely this year. Or if you have small ones and you want to teach them how to give back, there are going to be restrictions in certain areas. I'm certain that that is going to, you know, be an issue for some folks, but you'll be surprised. You'd be pleasantly surprised to find that there's a lot of people welcoming the help and support. But other things that are family traditions or Thanksgiving traditions, um, you know, what types of things do you guys celebrate with your families? Um, I would be interested to know. We have a Facebook group called Beautiful Second Act. If you want to go on over there, look it up, Beautiful Second Act Facebook group and join. Uh, start sharing some stories and, you know, join the party and um, contribute to the conversation and let us know some great ways that you celebrate Thanksgiving and things that happen maybe for you as a child or what you're currently doing with your family, or even better yet, some things that you would recommend that you would like to start as a tradition. Uh, there's no wrong answers. So yeah, that's something that I would really love to hear from mo more folks. Uh, so how I'm feeling about this season of autumn and, and Thanksgiving itself I got to tell you, there's, there was, um, I just got to go and see my daughter who, my oldest daughter lives in Oregon and I'm in Northern California. It's about a nine to nine and a half hour drive to get to where she is. And I just uh, came home from an opportunity to spend some time with her. And I usually cry as I leave or I'm good when, you know, I get in the car and then I drive away and about 10 miles down the road, I burst into tears from being away from her. But uh, this time I, I made it all the way to my home county line before I fell apart. And uh, so basically I think that that was progress. But I noticed that um, being in this time of year um, with, you know, we get a little bit less sunlight. Um, it is a special time of year too uh, for families. So when you're separated from your family, it can be quite emotional. I harbored some um, really sadness um, and a bit of depression and nostalgia for a few days after being home. And I'm still, you know, struggling with it a little bit. But what I know to be true is that um, things are actually really going quite well for her, for us. There's really no reason for me to be sad except for the separation portion of it. And also what I think the thing is, is when you reach the autumn of your life, we realize how fast everything goes and we want so badly for the youth to be able to benefit from our wisdom, but so often they don't take our advice. So often they make the same mistakes we made because let's face it, people don't learn unless they make mistakes. If they don't fail in one form or another, they don't learn. And we also know that without, you know, allowing them to make their own mistakes, 
they won't have that personal growth that we actually have had so that we get to where we are now and we we feel so much better in this part of our life than we might have when we were younger because of all the things we went through, because of what we learned. So we want that for them as well, but it's so hard to sit by and, um, you know, and to, to fear, which is not a place to be in. I struggle with this, you guys, but to, to fear that they will have to struggle. We don't, of course, we don't want our children to struggle. We don't want our grandchildren to struggle, but yet sometimes they do. And, um, so what I was getting back to this autumn of our life is the beauty of it and, and how I wish for the whole world to feel this sense of wholeness, this sense of well-being mentally, even if physically you are not where you want to be at this time, which hopefully you are, but if you're not, just being in that state of mind of gratitude, of love, of acceptance, it is such a beautiful thing. So like I was talking about, like, you know, about the trees and, and the leaves, what we do in our lives is very similar to what autumn does with the, with the changing of the leaves and the brilliant colors just before they let go. You know, we hang on till the end. And when we find ourselves at our best in our autumn of our life, we turn that brightly colored brilliance just before we will let go and gracefully surrender to the winter of our lives, which holds its own beauty. So I know that there's that quiet stillness waiting for us in the cold winters coming. In our life, in the cold, quiet stillness of winter, there can be the warmth like a fire glow. There can be the glistening beauty of an ice storm settled after the night. And you can see out there in the, in the yard and in the trees and on the lawns the, the glistening brilliance of how beautiful a quiet stillness of winter can be. But in the autumn of your life, when you finally accepted yourself for exactly who you are, we finally turn that bright brilliance on. It's like our last hurrah, like I said, you guys. And I think it's I think that it's what we were meant to do. So just like the earth and just like all the seasons, same is for our lives. We are all learning and growing. And we're in the spring, we're in that, that rebirth or that, that, that in, the innocence and the, the newness. And then we go into that summer of our life where everything is, you know, going strong and long days and, you know, fitting everything you possibly can into that 24-hour stretch where everything is just going and fast-paced and fun. And then you start to slow down a little bit in the autumn. And that's when you realize you don't have to do it all. You don't have to cram it all in. You can slow down and you can accept and you can just be. And that's when we shine those gorgeous colors and then comes the winter of our life where we're slower, less light, but we have our own beauty and our own quiet stillness inside our souls, knowing that we know who we are and knowing where we are going back to and just accepting everything for exactly as it is. So I've been very, <laughs> I've been very 
uh, nostalgic today. I've uh, been a little bit melancholy, but not to the point of sadness today, but mostly just about reflection and just breathing it all in and trying to be in the moment and trying to really ponder what this autumn in our life is all about. And um, I hope that my ramblings today didn't leave you feeling like you're going to go to sleep. <laughs> I hope that if anything, it made you feel peaceful and um, happiness deep down inside, happiness that kind of that kind of gratitude where you just say to yourself, yes, yes, this is a good time in my life. Yes, I love where I'm at in my life. And because Beautiful Second Act is primarily a podcast for people in midlife and beyond, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that you're probably either approaching the autumn of your life or in the autumn of your life or possibly the winter of your life. And just know that I see you, I hear you, I feel you. And um, isn't it beautiful? <laughs> okay. So real quick, something important, you guys, I'm going to ask of you. Um, in order for Beautiful Second Act Podcast to continue to grow and thrive, we're going to need some reviews. So I'm asking you guys to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. But here's what I'll do for you. I'm celebrating the second anniversary of my book, After the Fire. It was released in November of 2019. And so for the month of November, and then again in the month of December, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts about Beautiful Second Act, I will put you in a drawing each month for uh, a signed, a free signed copy of my book, After the Fire, which was um, the book that I wrote about the 2015 Valley Fire here in Lake County, California. Um, if you already happen to have a copy of After the Fire, no worries. Go ahead and do it anyways. Leave a review for Beautiful Second Act on Apple Podcasts. I'll still enter you in the raffle. And if you happen to win, you can always gift it to somebody. Or maybe you have a copy of After the Fire that's not a signed copy and you can give away your book that's not signed and keep the signed copy for yourself. All right. Um, I would really appreciate that, you guys. Also, don't forget to hop on over to our Facebook group and join Beautiful Second Act. Like I said from earlier, you can join the conversation, leave comments. Um, you can also, you know, just love the inspiration and the motivation that comes from the group. And please also go on over to Instagram and follow me there at Beautiful Second Act so you can join the party there. All right, you guys, I really appreciate your time. I know that you can do anything with your time that you choose. And the fact that you spend some of your time here with us listening to the podcast really means a lot to me. There will not be a Thursday episode this week because it's going to be Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday. And so um, you can just come back again next Tuesday and uh, we'll have our regular schedule back after the holiday. All right, I hope you guys have a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. So after the holiday, don't forget to come on back every Tuesday and Thursday to listen to new episodes of Beautiful Second Act. And don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast. All these things really help so much to grow our audience so we can continue with this party. Okay. Thanks, you guys. Have a wonderful day. I'll be talking to you. Cheers. <laughs>